You're listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast, where we provide top insights into sports leadership and peak performance through interviews with some of the greatest team captains and thought leaders in the sports world. Now, here is your host, performance coach, speaker, and author, Ben Smith. Welcome to the Captain's Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Smith, and I'm excited to have you here again with me as we continue into our series on the six tenets of leadership um, in sports. And again, I'm excited to have you all here. And today, what we're going to talk about is tenet number two, which is that leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. It's another quote by John Maxwell. You can tell that I really have been... uh, influenced by him and his teaching and his curriculum. Uh, He's a great man uh, and somebody who definitely understands leadership uh, and character and influence. And so again, I think to start here, it's important to have everybody on the same page on how we define what leadership is. Everybody has a different definition. Many times I'll talk with coaches and they get really frustrated with some of the players on their teams not stepping up to lead. And so one of the first things, uh, one of the first places that I start is I ask them uh, to tell me what leadership is to them. And if there's a couple coaches there, um, I'll, I'll try to, to separate them and talk to each one individually. And it's funny, when I do that and I ask them that question, the, individ- the coaches within the same on the same team have a different outlook and definition for what leadership is and what they're expecting from their, uh, from some of the the younger players and athletes, uh, that they want to have step up to lead. So they're not all on the same page. And it's just important to note that, you know, you have to have clarity as a coach, if you're going to, uh, and if you want to utilize the captaincy, well, uh, what you have to do is be clear on what leadership is and how it looks within your team, what the expectations are, the duties and responsibilities for this team captain and leader. So again, I think you know uh, there's always a debate for individuals that really know leadership well, and uh, but I think this is definitely just one of the best ways to look at it. It's simplified and allows a, a better way for us to look at what leadership is. Because right now, leadership is really, it's become this buzzword that people just throw out, and everybody has different expectations for what it really looks like. So, uh, again, you know, leadership is influence, and we're going to kind of start there. Now, let's really quick define what influence is. And influence is this capacity uh, or power uh, for, for people or things to have this compelling force on to produce effects and other people's actions, behaviors, and opinions. Um, it, 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 it causes changes without directly forcing them to happen. Um, I have a quick story that's really funny. I was in the military uh, and still to this day in the reserves, but while I was on active duty, I was in charge of uh, motor pool operations uh, as the lead officer there. And I was having some real issues, struggling to kind of get some things done that I wanted to uh, kind of fix and problem solve. And one of the other managers that were there with me, I just could not connect with this individual to, um, to get him to see 
see these issues in the same light and to really help me problem solve these issues. And, um, and quite a few times we, I felt like we were making progress, uh, in terms of us both putting effort in uh, aligned effort into making things work. And then uh, a couple days later, it turned out not to be the case. And I had another, uh, manager that worked underneath of me who asked if he could uh, give his try at trying to influence this whole situation. I'll never forget. Um, he went over and sat down next to this individual and within maybe five minutes of, uh, of them conversing and talking and discussing, he was able to uh, really make, make a positive impact and change. It was obvious that uh, he was able to influence this person to see uh, this problem in the same light that we all did. And, uh, and so it was just a great uh, story that I have just personally to, to, to where I was able to truly witness what great, what real leadership looked like. And that was this positive, it was the ability to have this positive influence on another person by just being able to communicate to them and connect with them uh, on a level that they really understood to make them see uh, see this this problem and issue in a new light, and so that's kind of what we want to try to do as leaders. You know, it's not always about getting up and yelling and directing and uh, or, or motivating. It it can be all of those things, but a lot of the times, what it really is, it comes down to is is communicating, connecting to other people to get there to get an alignment on what it is we need to to problem solve and face and how are we going to go about doing that. And so the second point here I'd like to make about influence is that influence is kind of like winning. Um, we You don't just win. You, you can win, but what I'd like to get to is the fact that you, know, you don't just win, you become a winner. And influence is the same way, and I hope that makes sense, but uh, you know, we don't just influence every once in a while. It's something that we do consistently because it becomes a part of who we are. Okay? Uh, a great quote that I've heard before states that we get out of life who we are, not what we want. And again, so our goal is not to influence, it is to become influential. So let's go to the third point here, which uh, where we kind of talk about influence versus uh, you know persuasion and manipulation, and manipulation really occurs when you try to influence other people for your own advantage. So the key difference between influence and manipulation has to do with motive and prioritization. If what motivates us is our own self gain, then we have broken a key element of being a part of a team and trying to use our power to manipulate. Um, part, one of the character, part of character drives process, which drives the results. That's something that I heard from Brett Ledbetter. Um, and he kind of has broken it down into character skill sets being both uh, two-sided, both performance and then moral skills. And uh, within one of those is this, uh, this need, this skill set of selflessness and uh, the ability to put other people above yourself. And so uh, it's important that we have this characteristics because if we don't, if we don't have the right priorities um, and we put ourselves over other people, uh, it's going to lead to manipulation and it's going to be for our own gain instead of what is best for the team. 
just another quick story here. When uh, I had an NCO that was come came to me, was really upset with the way I handled the situation one time with with uh, with one of the one of the younger soldiers. I was really I was tired of, of us getting the same result, and I was really trying to force the issue of uh, of, of of kind of making positive change. And uh, he was frustrated with the way I went about it, so he came to me, and you know we had a great debate. And I was really glad and excited that you know, somebody that he would do that. He cared enough about the situation, about the the soldier, that he would confront me about what he felt was wrong. And I felt like that doesn't happen often enough. And I was glad that he felt uh, that there was an open door there to be able to have that conversation. But one of the things I quickly came to realize during this kind of what became a debate on kind of what was the right way to go about this or not, was that we had uh, a true sense of, uh, of our, what, where our priorities were at. And uh, one of the issues, again, I, I, I found very quickly was that his priorities were different than mine. And uh, he was known within the company as somebody who was a great, uh, who was a, a, a soldier's NCO. He cared about his soldiers and uh, it, you know, they were important to him. He truly cared, and he really prioritized them above m- most other things, and even himself. And so a lot of the soldiers loved him for that, um, a great NCO. And, but what he would do was he was putting uh, the soldiers at the very top and the army underneath. And uh, where I was kind of had it flip-flopped, and I was putting the army ahead of the soldiers. And so you can just tell from right there that there's going to be, just from those prioritizations, that there's going to be a different sense of how we approach each uh, issue and how we command and how we lead. Because to put a soldier above uh, the soldier's needs, above the army's needs, is not necessarily uh, the best way to go about it. Because when we start, you know, when we start doing that, it really starts to lead into this kind of almost like a country club culture where it promotes this individual and these individuals over these individual needs over over the team's needs whereas when you put the army above the soldiers you're you're putting the team and the team's needs above the individuals um but he you know both of us at the end of the day had ourselves at the very the very bottom so that just is another quick story to kind of show you how Different prioritizations can lead to uh, an improper uh, decision-making method and uh, how it can really lead, lead to us, not necessarily in that case, but really manipulating uh, instead of influencing. So now what I'd like to do is start talking about more so what influence is and what we'll talk about is the six principles of influence and then three ways in which uh, we can become more influential as leaders in, in sports. So uh, out of the six, I'll tell you the six principles of influence here, which are the first is build, the second is trust, the third is prioritize or prioritization, the fourth is guide, the fifth is connect, and the sixth is to reproduce. So the first with building, um, you know, influence, it's, well, it's, uh, it's important to be able to and to nurture enlarge and empower other people we want to build them up and lift them up to a higher level that they did not think uh, they could obtain on their own it's definitely one of the six core human needs that we have and need is this 
this desire and need for growth. And build this, this concept of build really fits well within that. It does not mean that uh, it does not mean that you need. It means that you are committed uh, to serve them. You want to continuously encourage, keep them accountable, share your knowledge and experience, and put them in in in, in ways in which that they are really going to develop. Again, develop and uh, and be empowered to make decisions and to really nurture their growth. The second one is trust. You really have to have faith in people. Um, Les Giblin is an authority on human relations, says that our actions must be genuine. You can't make the other fellow feel important in your presence if you secretly feel that he is a nobody. So you really have to have this, this faith in people, this love for people, and this trust for people. Because it is really, it's a really cool thing when your teammates believe in you, truly do. And it's, so the trust is something that can easily be... Um, you know, people can can see through the facade. Uh, it really is an amazing thing when you trust and believe in people. The third, we already talked about this, the importance of prioritization and, and being able to uh, have influence and to you know, make the right decisions to be able to influence other people. The fourth being guide. You have to have the foresight to see problems before they come and to be able to um, you, know, you want to be able to see more, see before, and see further than what any of your other teammates can see. Um, and this this ability to to have this foresight is important as we try to gain influence, and it's important uh, as we develop that within ourselves. The fifth is connection. As we you know communicate, uh, actually, John Maxwell has a book that says few. Many communicate, few connect. I think that's a, a perfect quote, again, from John Maxwell that uh, kind of really uh, does a great job in, a, in very few words of explaining what most, most of the time the issue is with leaders is we try to, we talk and we talk, but very rarely do we actually connect with our audience. And so to be able to influence takes more than just communication. It, it requires this need and ability to be able to connect with them. And then the sixth is this reproduction. Uh, most leaders attract followers, but very few actually will reproduce leaders. And so that, if you want to be influential, you want to, again, do all of these six things. Um, and as you continue to build and empower, you trust people, you have the right prioritizations, uh, you're able to really guide the ship uh, and have this foresight, you can really start to, you know, reproduce, you know, and take your followers into positions and give them experiences and give them teachings and educate them so that they can become uh, even better leaders within your organization. And as they move forth uh, outside of your organization, and they go into into their own world, into their own desires and needs and, and activities. You know, so this reproduction is important to be influential. And then finally, we're going to move into the three main ways in which we can actually become influential. And these three, the first one here is, uh, is that shaping viewpoints. If you can reshape the way somebody thinks, their thought processes 
or the way that they they see something or believe something, uh, that's something that's going to be pivotal into you and into them listening to you again in the future, which means that you have really uh, created a stronghold and uh, and this you've, you've given yourself an ability to be able to you know, speak life and be influential into this person. Uh, the second one is that is that uh, challenging others. When you challenge others to demonstrate more character, to improve their relationships, or to contribute to more meaningful things, you are going to, again, it's, a sec, it's, a, it's another way in which you can become more influential with your teammates and other people that are around you. So again, if you, with your teammates, if you're able to shape the way that they see, uh, see things, that you shape, you shape their viewpoints on the team and its mission, its purpose, you change the amount of buy-in that they have, uh, and then if you're able to consistently challenge them and to make them better, and then thirdly, if you actually t- do all these things and you are modeling the way for the way uh, the modeling the way that other people for other people and the way that in which you want them to walk and talk, that's going to go far much further than anything that you could actually say. And if you're not modeling the way, everything else is in vain. Uh, you have to you have to be you know, the person that you're preaching. So you have to live in congruence with the things that we espouse. Um, and you have to consistently demonstrate your own ways of thinking and growth. And, um, you know, so you definitely have to Model the way. And so if you can do those three things, you will become more influential within your team. And the more influential you are in your team, the better leader you are going to be able to be. Now that's the end of this uh, kind of summary of influence and how we can take influence uh, to really impact our, our team. I hope that you enjoyed it and best of luck as you go and lead your teams. Thanks for listening to the Captain's Coach Podcast with Ben Smith. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review on iTunes and check out our website at captainscoach.com. Join us next time for another edition of the Captain's Coach Podcast.